invite you to turn with us to the book of Romans. Romans chapter 8. First of all, we'll read verses 14 through 17, and then we'll skip over to verses 26 through 30. <clears throat> For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so, be that we suffer with him that we may be also glorified together. Verses 26 through 30. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. For the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified... Them he also glorified. Father, thank you for your precious word. Lord, help us to try to understand what you're saying today. God, we love you and we thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. You'll notice the uh, title there. Why does God allow trials? You know, we don't like trials. If we had to choose, we certainly wouldn't choose trials to come our way. But trials happen in our life Every day we face some kind of trial. And the reason, a lot, of, a lot of times, not all the time, a lot of times the reason we face trials is the devil. He's not happy with the, with the Christian life that we're living, and so he creates something. He brings about a hardship on us, and, and, we, and the, it's a trial that enters our life. But we need to look at trials like uh, James chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. Cassie's going to put those two verses up. I want you to look what it says. My brethren. Now, uh, he, James is talking to us that are saved, okay? He says, my brethren, count it all joy. Be happy when you fall into different trials and temptations. Knowing this. Now, here's what we know if we do that. Listen. That the trying of your faith worketh patience. We don't like that sometimes. We don't like the word wait. Um, you know, we go to the doctor, we have an appointment, and I'm thinking many times all that means is you will get in. You will get in. Just hang on. Wait. That's why they call it a waiting room. Okay? You know, a lot of places, just take a number and have a seat. All right? I don't, I don't mind. Then you lose your number, or you forget where the, what, what is that number? Uh, you know, it might be uh, 
21, and so you turn it around and you're number 12. Well, that don't work either. You still got to wait. We don't like waiting. Waiting. Well, it, it's time that we faced our trials because the Bible says, and we know that all things, now listen, this is good and bad, all right? And we know as Christians that all things works together for good to them that love God and to them who are called according to his purpose. You see, he has a purpose for you, a purpose for me, and a purpose for our lives as we grow in the Lord. He has a purpose for us. So I want us to look at why, why do we have, uh, why does God allow trials to come to our life? First of all, trials test our faith. How did we get saved? By faith, for we are saved by faith, by grace, or we saved through faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. We've got to have faith. Well, what does it look like? Well, you know, preacher, I'm not sure what it looks like, but I do have faith in the Lord. What? I have faith in the Lord that he's going to see me through this trial that I am going through. You know why? Because he said, I'll never leave you and neither will I forsake you. I'm going to be there for you. No, we don't like trials. And we don't, a lot of times we don't see them coming until they're upon us. But that's not a time to throw up our hands. It's not a time to bow down and go to squalling and to bawling. It's a time to bow down and go calling on God even more and even stronger because he knew that the trial was coming. Um, trials uh, that try our faith. You know why? Because uh, it's testing our faith to see. You know, a teacher gives a test, okay? I know y'all guys don't, don't like tests. I don't neither. But a teacher gives you a test so they can find out where you are. Well, God allows a, a, a test uh, through a trial. Not so, he knows where we are. But so we can find out how we are, where we are, and just how strong we are in the Lord. How close are we to God? So trials come to test our faith. So don't run from it when it comes because it's a test about our faith. Secondly, why does God allow trials? It's simply this, to teach us lessons. To teach us lessons. Uh, you know, we might have a trial concerning this, and then maybe two or three weeks from now, we got the same trial again. Why? Teaching us lessons. When I think about that, the Bible uh, talks about in Hebrews 12.10 that he chastens us. You know Why? For profit, chastens us for our profit that we might be partakers of his holiness. It's God. And, and when the trials come, it's, it's not only to test our faith, but it's to teach us lessons that God wants us to learn. Now, we must learn to do things, uh, those things that are pleasing in God's sight, okay? It's not a time to run. It's not a time to throw up our hands, but it's a time to allow God to work in our life. I think about our vehicles. You know, especially when we're in a lot of traffic. I think about the many engines that's running. Uh, the many tires that's turning. And the oil that's lubricating all of this. And I'm thinking, my goodness, at the vehicles high in the world. And I'm thinking this. If one of those drivers loses control, it can cause a massive pileup. 
a massive pileup. The same thing with us that are saved. If we get out of control, if we allow the devil to attack us and we fall for it, we could injure a lot of people's lives spiritually. Lessons are important. We learn by lessons. So trials come. God allows trials to test, uh, test our faith and to teach us lessons. But thirdly, God allows trials to testify to others. You're going through something now or you have been through something and others are watching to see how you're going to handle this. I think about Laura Keese working with uh, Roger. Hey, she wants to. She's, going, she's in the fire right now. She's, she's being tested and tried right now. She's a little further along than what Roger is, but she wants to help him. We need to pray for that. That's a team. That's a team effort to, to come through. And, and, and we're trusting God for a healing. We're also asking God for a miracle. We're asking God for his will to be done. And you know, sometimes when we pray asking God's will to be done, we're not happy with it. But God don't make any mistakes. He don't make no mistakes. Everything is right down the line exactly like he wants it to fall. Say, why does he allow this to be happening? It's what I said, to test our faith, to teach us lessons, and to testify to others. You see, there is, there is not a trial that we can't go through unless we don't have God. Now listen carefully. We need the Lord. I, I wouldn't want to be going through this just on my own, Okay? I mean, yesterday, I, cannot, I cannot tell you the thoughts that was going through my heart and through my mind as Lynn and I left home headed to that funeral. I, I mean, I'm just, I'm thinking, God, I'm the only preacher. I've got to have the right words for those ears that will be listening. And that chapel was packed with people. And yes, I was nervous. I was afraid. Lord, I, I want to do it right. I want to do it exactly like you want it done. You know, I, I'm not a, I can't comfort people, but the Holy Spirit of God can. And I'm just praying, and, and we were riding along, wasn't saying a word, and Lynn just reached over, and she said, I'm praying for you. Prayer goes a long way. And I'm not joking, y'all. We need to, we need to storm the throne of God. I mean, he needs to hear from First Baptist. Hello? I mean, hey, if I wake up in the night to go to the bathroom, I'm thinking about Roger. I'm praying that God will do a miracle. Many people we need to be prayed for. And it's our job as Christians to pray. You see, God will see to it that we get through. Psalm 23, verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that's what many of our people are going through right now. It's a shadow of death. Death in the back of their mind. It's a shadow. Yea, though I walk through. Thank goodness for the word through. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil for God is with me. Wherever I go and whatever I go through with. It's amazing what God does. If we will just allow him to. Test our faith, teach us lessons, testify to others, 
And then last of all, why does God allow these trials? Listen, to train us for service. I'm not here just to be your pastor, just to be your preacher. I'm here as a service. I am a servant of the Lord. And I want to do what he wants, like he wants, all he wants, as long as he wants me to. And I think about that testifying to others. Listen, if, you, if you're facing anything, make sure you know the Lord as your Savior. Make sure you're counting on Him. And when somebody asks you how you're doing, you say, the Lord is giving me strength every day to go one more day. One more day. You know, I think about life and I think about death because I deal with death just so much here lately. And, and yesterday... I believe I'm right, was the 19th funeral I've had this year. I mean, people are leaving this world, y'all. They're passing on. So the question I have, you know, I'm thinking about, where will you and I be 30 seconds after a doctor or somebody says they're gone? You will be in the next world. I'll be in the next world. Where will that world be? You know, there's only two. We're either going to heaven when we die because we're saved and we've got Jesus or we're going to hell because we have rejected the Lord Jesus Christ. And by the way, there is no way to change your mind if you wake up in hell. It's a test. We're taking the test now. Every day is a test. It's not whether we pass or not. It's whether we put our faith in in the Lord or not. Training for service. You see, God always has a purpose to allow things to happen to us, not because he hates us, but because he loves us and he's trying to grow us into what he wants us to be as children. Just like us as parents. You know, when our children were little, we wanted them to grow. We taught, we taught, we trained, we disciplined over and over and over. And I'm so proud the way our boys have turned out. I'm thankful that God gave me the ability. I'm thankful for my mom and daddy who taught me and my grandmother. You see, it goes from one generation to the other. And guys, if we drop the ball on our grandkids, what kind of a generation are they going to be? Trials are going to come. And I've heard you say it. Hey, I've said it too. I wish I could take my son's pain. I wish I could do this for my children, my daughter. I wish I could take that pain. I wish I I was in their place. Listen, it's their turn. And you and I are to help them through these tough areas because they're coming. You know something else I thought about, youngins? Now listen to me. Many of you are driving. Some of you just started driving. Listen, we don't need a death in West Oak High School from one of our students. Please be on guard. Please watch what you're doing. And don't let somebody talk you into this thing. I beg you. I love y'all. I'd rather be dead myself than have to stand over your casket. So I'm begging you. Please pay attention, guys. Everywhere you go, don't get in a hurry. Get in a hurry, it's going to just make you have a a mistake. I beg you, I challenge you. These trials are going to come. And I thought about trials. When I look at the word trial, it's a test. 
It's only a test. It's only a test. That little thing on the radio beeps four or five times and this is only a test. For the next 30 seconds, you won't hear any music. If it's real, we'll give you the right numbers to call and then think of 30 seconds. What if God were to say, hey, this is only a test. For the next week, for the next seven days, you're going to be tormented by the devil. But don't let it alarm you. I'm right here. I will take care of you. I will see you through it. But for the next week, just get ready because it's coming. The Bible says that we will have troubles, trials, and tribulations. All three of those is with an S. As long as we live as a Christian, we just as well get ready and face it. Some of you are just come out of a trial. Some of you are in the midst of a trial. And some of us are headed for a trial. We're not immune to it, guys. We are not immune to this stuff. When I think of... When I think of uh, Trials, I don't only think of a test, but I need to think we need to get ready for it because it's coming. The letter I is inside. Sometime that trial is only on the inside. Nobody knows but you and God. But let me share this with you. Don't fight it alone. Call some good Christian aside and say, listen, I'm fighting this right here and I need your help. I need your prayers. The letter A is for this. It's all for our good according to Scripture. It's all for our good and God's glory. The letter L is for love. We just got to love Jesus. Love Jesus. He's going to see us through it. He promised he would. And seeing us through, guys, listen, it may not be a healing, okay, here in this world, but the healing may take place when we are called out into heaven. You understand? Trials are tough. The letter S is for send us. Send us through this trial to help somebody else. You know, I can't do everything. I don't know everything. So when I know that some of you are in a crisis or a trial or something, and I know somebody else who's been through it, I'll call them alongside. And that's what Miss Lynn did for Roger and Della, is to call Laura. And she said, yes, I will be glad to contact them. I praise the Lord for contact, for people who are willing to help. Now, don't go away with this attitude. I'm just not going to get involved. Hey, if you signed on to be a Christian and you're a follower of Christ, you are already involved. You are already involved. You are charged, and so am I, to pray for people. You say, I don't know all these people. You don't have to, but God does. But let God hear our voice, call their name, but, <clears throat> excuse me, before the throne of God, before it's too late. You know, I, out in public, many people come up to me and say, I want you to pray with me about such and such thing. Well, I stop right there, right then, pray right there. That's the best thing I know to do, just stop right there and pray with them right there. In public, yes. At the checkout, yes, wherever. If I'm asked, the thing to do is do it now. Do it now. I beg you today, be on guard because trials are coming. And the Spirit of God wants to commune with your and my spirit.
So it's important. When the trial comes, don't run. Grab somebody and say, hey, pray with me about this. You know, I appreciate our care cards that come in. It's amazing to me, y'all, the children and the youth who fill out care cards praying for people. It touches land in my heart, and I thank you. But just be prepared. Be ready. Because trials are coming. And so is the Lord Jesus. Not only are trials coming, but our Lord and Savior is coming back. He's going to come back and stop in the clouds and the dead in Christ are going to rise first. We as Christians are going to join them in the air. And if you don't know Christ, the Bible says you'll be left behind. I trust that you'll get to know him today. Come to this altar if you're lost and say, I just, I want to be saved. That's all you got to say. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch hearts, touch lives, God. It's, it's is your thing, Lord. It's not mine. It's yours. Lord, I give the invitation to you right now. As you give the invitation for us, you said, come. That was the least thing you could say, Lord, come. So I beg our people, God, today that need to be at this altar. For no other reason, just praying for those in our congregation that are hurting that are going through trials today. Lord, I want to thank you and praise you for what's going to be the outcome of this service today. In Jesus' name, amen.